It's bonus show time. This is our this is our thanks for getting us to now well now over eighty thousand plays. We're like almost eighty two at this time of recording. So yeah, you guys. So we're getting Uh ever closer, man, to uh, more bonus shows coming. You know, but this is one we promised. Um, You guys wanted us to do another concert watch along, and I'd say it's about damn time. It's been a while since we've done one of these, and we're gonna do it. We always try and change them up here and there. We're going to do it a little bit differently today. So if, if you're watching the video version here on Spotify, you're in luck because you're going to be watching this along with us as well in some That's shape right. or form. So hopefully this works. Yes, hopefully. Um, if this motherfucker gets three, two and a half hours in and then freezes, I'm going to be livid. Oh, fuck. <laughs> then again, we are taped at it, so we just have to upload it anyways. Uh, you know. Yeah, no. But, uh, yeah, guys, welcome to your bonus show. Thank you for uh, doing that thing, getting us to 80,000 downloads. And uh, now, as a result, we're going to watch some Slash. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Guns in Radio podcast. And now, give it up for your host, Chris Caputo and Dustin Bones. Hey, everybody. Ooh. Concert Watch A Long Time Slash Edition. This is episode 144 of Guns and Radio. I know. We uh, we uh, grinding along, man. We uh, doing our thing. Having a good old time. Let me get our uh, name tags taken down for this episode. Yeah. So we can see the video player really well. And uh, I say we just get started, man. What do you what say you, Brother Caputo? Um, yeah, let's get right into it. If you're listening to the audio version of this, I'll put a link to the show in the description as well. If you're, yes. if you're unfortunate, you can't watch the video with us, or the video version, sorry, I should say with us. Um, we'll have it for you there. You can watch with the audio, sort of our audio synced on top of that too. So, um, yeah, yeah. Um, without further ado, should we count it down, Dustin? Yeah, count them down, my friend. Let's count it down, ladies and gentlemen. This is Slash and Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators live from Sydney in 2012, starting in three, two, one, and hit that motherfucking play button. Is it still McBob? They took McBob. <laughs> oh, yeah. He didn't stick around. Yeah, because I know he was never with... He never did the Chinese democracy shit with him. So I guess, like, between the, the three-way split between Slash stuff and Axel, Slash, like, no, I want McBob. <laughs> yeah, he won He won the guitar tech. Yeah, he, yeah. Axel's like, I'll take the name. Just Slash, like, I just won McBob. <laughs> and Dawson's like, I get nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think and Duff then Axel's was like, how am I going to replace all these people and not have to pay them a lot? Hey, Team That's Brazil. true. Sign them to three-year contracts like you're fucking... <laughs> <laughs> like you're a goddamn sports organization. <laughs> nah, he just called Brazil. Let's send a few That's people true. my way. That's 
Oh, Miles is back. Yeah, this is uh, this is I think half like partly through the apocalyptic book tour. This is a really long show we got, and I checked the set list. It's a very good fun set. Oh yeah, we've got uh, Halo. Halo's a so damn good song. song. Damn, have we covered that, song. or do I just listen to it all the time? No, we haven't covered this one yet. We haven't covered much of like conspirator stuff yet. Covered like a little bit here and there, like sprinkles throughout the three, four albums. I think we covered mostly the new singles from the fourth album. That's it, really. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. Well, we're we're cherry picking those too. Yeah, we're just getting those out of the way. We still have like the album's coming in a couple weeks. Like literally Super Bowl weekend, I think that album comes out. Oh, nice. And I don't know if you saw it. They recently. Um, or at least Slash, like, you know, on the socials, they're, 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 the day of release, they're doing some live show where they're going to play the entire album front to back on, like, if you go on Facebook or YouTube, they're going to stream it live. No, I didn't know about that, but that's cool. Yeah, it was just announced that it's today as they were recording this. So, oh, nice. I guess it's 11 a.m. Pacific, so I was, that'd be, like, probably 2 o'clock, you know, like, 12... Yeah, it'd be like two o'clock my time in Easter. You're, you're like one hour behind, so. Okay. So fuck work. Watch Flash play his album. <laughs> or just listen to the concert while you're at work. It's probably that's what true. Do. Yeah. Good. That's a pretty good idea. Which one of these chicks on the stage do you think is the hottest? Well, I haven't seen many of them yet. There's a wait. There's <laughs> not any. I was like, wait, this like the days of TNA. You got like the boy answers here. There was a, I saw a meme the other day. It had a picture of poison and said, "I jacked off to poison." For two years before I realized it was all dudes, and about another six months after that. <laughs> if you were listening to music, you would know they're dudes. It sounds pretty Jewish. <laughs> it's like listening to like fucking you know Paul Stanley. Intel Slash is having a great time, man. Oh, hell yeah, man. What do you think oh, about yeah. putting Night Train closer to the front of the set rather than the uh, the song before the encore? It's interesting. But, like, then again, this was, like, the very early incarnation. Well, not very early. If we're talking, like, the earliest incarnation of the Spirits was, like, during the first uh, Slash solo album tour. This is, like... yeah. Sort of that like when it's when it came officially known as the you know conspirators and that whole band thing. It's interesting. I don't know. Maybe I would save it for later. Night Train, but I guess he wanted to sort of differentiate from like what his old band was doing or what they yeah. used to do, like when he was there. Because I think Night Train was like usually one of their clippers. Bring that. Oh like, yeah, it's, it's a high stuff like energy. Mm-hmm. But it is it's good, especially for like this slot. Yeah. I think it's good for the slot because they'll just keep going, continuous, whatever. And then maybe yeah. they'll get like some, like, you can get like, you know, your lead singer just talk some stuff for a minute and give everyone a breather. Then you can like, kick in some other notes right there. He makes it sound effortless sometimes, and then sometimes his vocals sound like they hurt. 
Yeah, the miles is still really good, man. Oh, I've been oh, yeah. talking a lot of most days of the week for sure. Underrated, I'd say. Oh yeah, and it's crazy. I have like he's like love yeah, miles. nothing but love for him. It's crazy. Like I never had any intentions to sing. He was like a guitarist, pretty much. Then I think Alter Bridge happened, and like, oh well, I'm singing now. Alter Bridge's Creed was a new lead with Miles Kennedy, right? Uh, it's, it's some members of Creed, I think like Mark Tremonti and a couple, one other guy, I think. Okay. It's it's like yeah, it's like one or two members of Creed, if just Miles Kennedy. Pretty sure I have to look up that lineup actually. Let me see. Let's look, let's look I used Alter to buy Bridge fake book. IDs from that guitar. <laughs> <laughs> not Todd, the other one. Yeah. Um, okay, so actually, you know what? I was wrong. It pretty much is agree with Miles Kennedy. It's Miles, Mark Tremonti, Brian Marshall, who's the uh, bassist of Creed, and also Scott Phillips, the drummer. No. So, nice. pretty much. It's one of like Tremonti's like side things. I think Mark Tremonti had his own other solo project, basically named Tremonti. And I guess the bridge is the most successful one out of all those. Okay. So yeah, it was pretty much like Creed. It was more heavier Creed, though. It was They weren't doing like the whole <laughs> Christian rock shtick, so. Oh yeah, uh, Alter Bridge was way better than Creed. Oh yeah. I was going to say, listen to Metalingus, man. That shit will still hold oh, yeah. fucking, hold, hold, whatever, you know, I can't. <laughs> it'll still slap like in 20 it holds years. up it holds up there you go yeah it was holding something I don't know my conscience my brain <laughs> get your hand off my penis <laughs> no kind of fucking effort whatsoever bro I'm you see him like mouth and words like whoa, 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 whoa. yeah when he does sweet child of mine i watch him sing along with the with the wah 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 but i've noticed that about slash bro he's just going he sings fucking this grooving man losing his own Fly like an airplane, speeding like a space train, one monster tonight. Have we done Night Train yet? We have not, actually. We I think we've done, from Appetite so far, what we reviewed, we've done pretty much all of the, the R side, except Sweet Child. And I think we okay. did, like, Welcome to the Jungle, and that's it. That's weird that that hadn't come up yet. Yeah, Night Train has not come up yet. We've, I don't know if... Yeah, we don't really get much like actual JR songs, like unless we like have to physically pull them out and do stuff like that. Like we had, we did for episode one hundred, different yeah. other shows we pulled out some stuff like that. Well, when it's a milestone, we can't have some bullshit fucking. We can't go out for a season finale with damn loaded or tenderness. Oh no, no way. I mean, we <laughs> did for season one with Izzy, but that actually worked in our favor. So yeah, but. You know, a lot of shows fuck up in season one. <laughs> yeah, but that was still, I think, one of our best like finales ever. I mean, that was actually, a that good was finale. Really good yeah. In spite of the shitty song we were using. I don't remember the song being good or bad. Yeah, what I remember, I remember song, about. We had, what, three guests? Yeah, I think you got to interview Paris Kitty. 
Yeah, because um, they interviewed some other friends of yours. Dude, when when Paradise Kitty came in, the reason that had to go immediately is because they got back to me and they wanted to go now. Oh yeah. And I was like, oh now, like right now, and I was like, well shit, I I think I tried to get a hold of you. Yeah, I was busy at the time with some other stuff, so it was just you doing yeah. it. Yeah. Well, you but were you there do, when you I down the bridge. Yeah, yeah. It was there for the, the rest of the episode, except for Yeah. Which I tried to include you, man. I, I hate doing this damn show by myself. I ain't gonna try. <laughs> <laughs> I've got one sitting in the can that I've just deleted that uh, was the original pilot for Lost in Time lost two time we're gonna try we're gonna try something new for that yeah as i say that'll be a patreon exclusive oh yeah zero plus rick's coming well i already deleted it man i hated it that bad (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's gone like it doesn't exist anymore i'll wipe that motherfucker it was embarrassing it's just me reading a script turns out i'm not good at that (laughs) we come in with a plan and then we might get about 60% of that plan and that's on a good day every now and then we'll do everything we we talked about doing Rick's coming back pretty soon on a uh, season three. I guess I can go ahead and announce it since you're watching the bonus show, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, Band is coming back to our feed for season three. However, Ooh. it will not be on a weekly basis. We had a lot of problems with that last time, which led to a lot of uh, Dustin flying solo. Mm-hmm. And uh, we want a season three, if it's going to be the last season, to have the best possible episodes we can have. So uh, band season three is coming back. It's going to be 12 episodes and they're going to run on a, when we get them done basis. Yes. On the Chinese democracy basis, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so then if we put out one a month, that's, that's, that's a year's worth of content for that show. That's pretty good. I think you still got guns and radio every week. Uh, say, that gives us room to even put like bonus shows on Wednesdays. It, once, oh, yeah. once y'all get us to reach those goals. Forget yeah. oh dude i'm gonna tell you though this first episode of band he's gonna be talking about uh tommy stinson uh, oh i saw he was uh from well he was recently met up with tommy stinson i believe i saw him on social stuff and there is some information about some of those songs that feature tommy on vocals that uh is gonna be revealed oh shit so so it was really Tommy Stinson's thing on the channel, wasn't it? <laughs> we have we have the title. We have the official title of Tommy Demo number one. Oh. And have we done this yet? We've never done this before. We've been, we've been barely anything on this first uh, Conspiracy album. We did Apocalyptic Love for the season two finale. Yeah. I think we did one of the bonus tracks. Did we do Your Lie we did... yet? No, we haven't done that one yet. I think we did, like, Crazy Life, I think. Was... Crazy Life, I think, was one of the bonus tracks on, like, the deluxe edition of this album. We did that. 
there was one other one I think we did from this album. Escaped my mind. Man, this was a great era for them. Yeah, like the first two albums, I say, were fucking spot on good rock albums. Dude, I like Slash separate from GNR, man. Dude, Slash has like the writing ability, the star power, and the talent to be able to pull shit himself. So there's no doubt, like, and he was like the he was like one B basically of Guns N' Roses. If you're like really think about it, like, I mean, (laughs) it was either Axel or Slash. Those are the two biggest guys in the band. Like, yeah, unless you're like really hardcore, you wouldn't really get into like any crazy shit. I think we've learned if one thing, one theory that I've always had is that Izzy played a much bigger role in the quality of the music than I, and, and, and in the course of doing this show, I have changed my opinion on that. I really don't think Izzy had as much to do with it as everybody gives him credit for. Cause why is half of the songs we review by him shit? Hmm. Maybe because it was more of a collective thing at that point. Like, yeah, Izzy was key, but he also had these other people with him. It wasn't just Izzy yeah. on his, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. fading away. Oh, I agree. 100% those filters and shit, and they can play off of one another. I mean, if you put Axel in his room, too, yeah, you can get some real good fucking magic. Run Slash in there, maybe have to write a good couple riffs, whatever. I feel like with Guns, it was very much like, a lot of it was mostly equal contribution depending on Probably, the song yeah. or whatnot. This is a good song, man. Yeah, this is not bad, actually. Is that from? That's from Apocalyptic, right? Yeah, this was still the Apocalyptic Love Tour. So, so in this set, you're getting a mix of like the covers and stuff. It wasn't as heavy as when the 2010, 2011 tour. Yeah, but it's still very cover heavy, like the set list. We yeah the, the 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 original tour when that slash that pink record came out slash and friends yeah the it slash was, and friends album. it was guns it was ninety percent GNR it was like the poor man's Guns and Roses oh yeah there's a lot more Velvet Revolver and more Snake Pit like there is a Snake Pit song they play <laughs> there's only one but then you would get at least maybe two three Snake Pit songs a lot more GNR because at that time it's like people would have throws with slash and forever will for oh, as yeah. long as we're existing on this planet um so obviously they still want to see you know him play those songs that he was a part of how's everybody feeling out there tonight oh, it's so good to see y'all thank you for coming to the show we're gonna uh we're gonna do a little song called back from cali Ooh. Yeah, see, I keep I keep wanting to say, have we covered this one? But I guess the answer is no. No, I I I, I was thinking, I was looking through like the list earlier today. I'm like, I almost got confused because we covered um, the other song with Kenny's album Starlight. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, we, I, don't, I believe we haven't done Back from Cali. I know Starlight we've done, but Back from Cali still, still hasn't been touched yet. It's still up in that wheel. Hell yeah, there's still a lot of shit up in that wheel. We just added, you know, we've covered three of the ten songs from uh, the upcoming SMKC album, so we still have seven more of those to go through. Yeah, I think there are a little over 300. Let me see. Uh, 300, there's about 340, I'd say seven, eight. Yeah. We're, we're slowly dwindling it down and usually we do one main show, one on shot cast. So we do yeah. eight to 10 a month. Till we get to our last season and we have to cancel shot cast all just so we can. Yeah. <laughs> By then we won't probably need shot cast anyways. Yeah. I bet we at least just do like other shit that's not in the list. Yeah. Like, people didn't listen to uh, GN Extra. Yeah, it wasn't that popular. I think by that time with Shotcast, we can do, like, re-reviews and stuff. Or we can do, once we've actually covered, like, a full album and, like, reviewed full albums worth of stuff, we can do, like, our uh, retrospective and, like, a review of the full album since we've, you know, reviewed an album song by song. Whether it's, like, a GNR album, we can do, like, a, um, oh, yeah. a retrospective of, like, a Slash album. Anything, really. Yeah, we do whatever the hell we want. It's our show. <laughs> I think it would be pretty good. Like, something like we've done with, like, you know, getting to it over on the Patreon. You know, in the finale, we basically went through tracks that are sort of, like, average ratings. For those, for, like, the retrospectives and, like, the album reviews, we'd have to probably go back into the vault and do, like, some research and, like, try. We can do, like, you know, ratings, average, like, an aggregate, do like, some basic statistics, basic yeah. math. <laughs> Take it all so up and divide it by twelve. First couple of episodes, you know, we we didn't rate songs at first. Oh, we just rated them. No, we still did. We did it out of five. But... Not not at first, we didn't. We we went on to. Uh, there's there's I think episode six or seven. We went back and rated everything we'd listened to so far. You remember? I don't remember. That is wow. That I don't know. I don't remember that. I discovered that I forgot about it, and I discovered that when I was putting together the Appetite Collection for uh, when I was getting moved and couldn't couldn't make it. Yeah, it would be tough too, because especially there was times where we like the week after would be like, "Oh, correction! I, now that you know, a week has passed, <laughs> yeah. I would like to re-rate the song a little bit." So we have done that sometimes. I know I've done it a couple of times. Yeah, uh, we forgot or something. Yeah, we're like, oh no! On second thought, the song isn't is either not that bad or it's actually shittier than what I thought it was before. Yeah, that's happened. But "Chop Away" by Izzy, the one that aired uh, at the time we're recording this this morning, mm-hmm. I thought that shit was dope. It was honestly one of our better Izzy songs. I'd say that and "River." I think was a really good Izzy song too. I'm trying to remember, yeah. even the ones that like we reviewed way early on in our run here on this podcast where um, here comes the rain grew on yeah. me that one slowly has i just even though it's almost so ridiculous with the fucking lyrics like even the earlier ones we did like um california is pretty much grammy you know that was at first like middle of the range for us but it really has yeah. grammy like 
Um, a few other ones too. Like a, sometimes will pop up in my rock playlist or whatever, and it's like, yeah, I'll down and listen to some fucking Izzy. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah, down the road. Dude, I love that song. I think My Michelle's say, probably one of my favorite songs off of Appetite. Oh, it's killer. It's killer. Like, this is one of those underrated ones. Like, I, I know we recently did a thing about you, and I actually was, like, gushing on top of, like, underrated that song is, too. This is one. Yeah. Think about you really is underrated. Like, nobody. You, you start naming off GNR songs, and, like, hardly anybody. Nobody ever says think about you. Yeah, no. My Michelle gets brought up here and there, for sure. But think about you as one is, like... It's kind of buried at the bottom almost like well it's good yeah but it, i mean at the same time look at what all it has to compete with that's true i mean it could be the best song to me i think the worst song in appetite you're crazy uh, that's my opinion a lot of people okay. disagree with me that's I good i mean crazy. it's a good like it's a good showing of like their you know popular it's almost almost like pop punk, punk rock roots <laughs> sort of, because it's very, like, fast-paced, sort of like that balls-to-the-wall shit. Yeah. You know. but I don't know. Much... I'm not crazy about Out to Get Me, either. I, I, I would probably prefer that one over your crazy, to be honest. Yeah. Would, I've only ever heard them play Out to Get Me, I think, one time. Yeah, that one has rarely been played. But every GNR cover band always plays it. Oh, yeah. Our current bands cover pretty much 90% AFD anyways. Because, like, yeah, it's all, all anyone would want to hear from is your illusion is November Rain. It's like, well, where's your fucking grand piano, bro? Yeah. Yeah, so like, it'd be tough to do, like, in a live setting. If you have, you have like, a good keyboardist, you can pull that shit off. We had uh, the one, the Guns N' Roses tribute band that uh, has now dissolved that was here in Jeff City. <laughs> well, there's the Rose. guy... Yeah, their guitar player played piano, and he would be funny watching Slash up there in his top hat. Their guy dressed like Slash playing a uh, piano. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that fucking one episode of Family Guy where like Lois discovers like, oh, Peter's a good uh, playing the piano when he's oh, yeah. shit face. Yeah, <laughs> that's an old one. That's a good one. Get drunk, get drunk. He's like, he's like playing good, and then like he's sober and he's like playing like ass. <laughs> That's what I imagine Slash being. He's like, activate drunk mode. They're playing November Rain. <laughs> a third man comes out and he's playing a guitar. <laughs> <laughs> it comes out of he, his ass. He does the uh, Heaven and Hell solos as our good friends Tim Robin call him. Yeah. Ah, we got some snake bit here. What's your favorite Snake Pit song? I don't know. I don't think I found it yet. Like, Beggars and Hangers On is a good one, but 
there's a few that we've reviewed so far that are like really good. Um, I would say besides this one, um, fuck, I had on my mind here. Oh, doing fine. I know that's one that friendly came up and we reviewed, and I really enjoyed that one. I like been there lately. I think it's my favorite, personally. Pretty good one too. I would say, yeah, like Baker's Hangers on doing fine, and I think the one we did for Halloween, not last year, two years ago, I think, Serial Killer. So, yeah, Serial Killer is really good. It's a little long, but it's a really good fucking tune. Landslide is good. Have you heard that one? I may have. I probably. That's the one that's like, just remember. a landslide feeds I think so. I don't know. I don't, I don't really have to like, think of it that often, but like, it's still good stuff. It's just not something I would go out of my way to listen to. You know? Yeah, it's more blues anyway than rock. Definitely. I mean, shit, you could have made a third Snake Pit album have it called Slash's Blues Ball. Rod Jackson saying, I don't know. I'd have liked to hear that shit. Bro, you have Teddy Zigzag on vocals. Do a, do a blues ball album. Dude, yeah, man. Zigzag was impressive, man. He was... He was pretty good was from the, the stuff good. we've covered, like the Boulay live versions, whatever, of like the covers they did. It was really good shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, I found a new show this week that uh, you should check out. Ooh, yeah. It's called uh, The Peacemaker. Oh, the woman John Cena, the DC show. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I've heard about it. I've heard, I've heard some things about it. It is fucking insane. Yeah, man, anytime you get to hear John Cena make dick jokes and drop an F-bomb, it's pretty good. <laughs> dude, I thought I was. I thought it was one of those shows that, you know, had the whole show posted, like how Netflix does. Yeah. But now they've only, they do it like how Disney does The Mandalorian, where they drop yeah. them a week at a time. Oh, so it's a weekly release thing. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, which sucks because I sat down. I, I, I really didn't expect because I don't binge watch shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't sit down to, expecting to get caught up with this show in like a day and a half. Like, like, that shit was incredible. Oh, yeah, my Chiefs. I want to give a shout out to all the Chiefs fans out there. Cause we go into the AFC Championship next week. Also, Tom Brady's on the Super Bowl, so ready for that. Tom Brady's not in the Super Bowl this year, so he got rammed by the Rams. So, uh, congrats, <laughs> LA. Also, another shout out to Taron Robin. I know they're, they're uh, Los Angelites, big Rams. Oh fans. yeah, yeah. I forget that detail about them. Yeah, our, our, our friends from Cali over there. Miles never can hear anything. You ever notice that? Yeah. Well, I mean, he does have, like, an in-ear monitor. He's probably got earplugs in one side. I, mean, <laughs> I can't hear you, Sydney. Then take out the fucking earplugs, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, take out the earplugs and risk hearing damage. Then you end up like Brian Johnson. <laughs> I was going to say, like, apparently, like, in an interview, he's like, oh, yeah, the reason why I got hearing damage is because I forgot to bring earplugs to a fucking... Uh, this is a big race car guy, so he went to like some, maybe like in like a Formula One race or some shit. He's like, oh yeah, I forgot to bring earplugs. I'm like, what? One time, bro, come <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah, or a couple times maybe, I don't know, because that shit's loud. <laughs> it was, it's gotta have been a couple of times, because. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm being a, a little more careful with my hearing since I've realized it ain't what, you know, it used to be. Yeah, like, even when I listen to, like, music on, like, my, like, like wireless headphones, whatever, I don't even, I put them, like, a half, maybe a little bit above half. They're, like, between 50 and 60% for me, so that's why I got always keep it yeah. down like that. Or if I'm, like, cranking music in the car, both windows open, you can put a little louder, let the noise escape a bit. Oh, mine come from going to all those damn concerts. That too. That's what should. Yeah, I, I gotta start bringing like earplugs to concerts and shit now. Yeah, me too. Just, like they make like, some that are really good <clears throat> that are just for going to concerts, and hmm. it takes out all the distortion. Oh, really? Yeah, just avoid that like ringing after. I don't get it as much now. I used to get it when I was younger. Like literally, the whole next day after a concert would be the fucking ringing i get yeah. still some here and there but once you kind of like tune it out and just like go on about your day and ignore it you're like, <laughs> okay but still it's always safe to do shit like that for sure when i was in wrestling we used to call them the ghost crowd <laughs> like after a wrestling show is over and you're back at the hotel and you can still hear the crowd and like when you start to doze off you can still hear the crowd screaming and muttering mum- Murmuring and whatnot. Mm. Slow again, those road warrior pops in your head. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's like Stone Cold in 99 that one time. Uh oh. Okay. Ain't even wasting no time. Yeah, yeah, this is flying by pretty fast. Holy shit. Already what, like six, seven songs in? We're about. A fifth of the way through the whole show. Yeah, this is song eight. If I'm looking at the set this here on Tennis.fm. Out of 22 tracks they played. Now, this is going to be like a half hour anyway. Oh, yeah. Rock Queen's like a guaranteed 8 to 10 minutes. Dude, I love this fucking song, man. This is one of my favorite parts of going to see GNR is when they play Rocket Queen. Hell yeah. I mean, <laughs> only, only, the only negative is like, you know, what if the camera focuses too much on Richard Forrest's ass with that one time they played Rocket Queen? And you're <laughs> like, uh, I don't even want to see that on the Jumbotron. <laughs> flat ass Ford. Fuck, flat ass Ford is. <laughs> Y'all know how I feel about women with fat asses. <laughs> 
called Scott Steiner, get him to do a cameo, talk about Richard Fortis and his flat ass. Like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> who the fuck is Richard Fortis? <laughs> I'm the genetic freak. To be good. What Hope you guys are comfortable. Yeah. You know, Miles, you can go take a shit right now if you need to. I mean, I yeah, I was going to say, take a shit, a piss, you know, crank one out of the bathroom real quick. So this is the part of the GNR show where Axel goes in his little dressing room on the side of the stage. Yeah. Gets picks up the sticks. Plays some Madden. <laughs> Dude, he's playing like NFL Blitz 2000 on like an N64. <laughs> these no plays, mercy. Damn it. <laughs> no mercy. <laughs> yeah, dude. Dude, Axel Rose is an Aki Engine guy. <laughs> he's one of those guys that makes himself as a CAW. <laughs> dude, that'd be perfect. If you have like, because back in those days, like the those N64 wrestling games, you could have like four slots on one character. So you could just do like Axel and like put slash on another slot so he's like i'm fucking pissed off at all my band members i'm gonna fight all them all right now in no mercy <laughs> fernando is one of them oh god there's the whole he's got a team brazil stable in <laughs> 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 I, I mean that, that's if they bring the n64 from like buttfuck wherever he left his jacket that one time <laughs> Yeah, you damn better. They'll have to go back and get it, or he won't go on stage. Yeah, exactly. It's like, play my PS2. I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> oh, man. Who is it that tells the story about the chili and cheese? You remember? Have you heard that story? Axel with the chili cheese? I don't remember. I don't recall the story. Okay, so they were in Mexico or some country where they don't speak a lot of English. And, uh, it was about time for them to get to the venue and Axel told this guy who was his manager to order me a chili cheese because mm-hmm. he thought it'd be like a chili cheese though yeah so he called room service and he ordered the chili cheese and then they waited and they waited and so about two maybe two hours later I think it was the chili cheese the, the the guy shows up to their door and he's got a chili pepper he's got a plate with a chili pepper on it and a block of cheese and he says <laughs> what the fuck is that and the guy goes chili cheese <laughs> so he takes it and he's like I knew Axel was gonna be fucking furious right yeah so he takes the tray as soon as the guy is gone and he throws it up against the wall as hard as he can. And then he takes the plate and he throws that up against the wall. So Axel comes running out of the back to see what the fuck's going on and sees this guy smashing this plate and everything. And he's like, dude, what the fuck's happened? And he told him what happened. And then Axel said, uh, man, you've got to learn to calm down. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then they got in the car and left went to the show <laughs> that's amazing he's like threw it against the wall and like cooked like some concoction <laughs> yeah <laughs> I 
I mean, especially that's a great story, especially now that we're you know telling it over. We got like background music here to tell the story. I know, man. Uh, this is a this is a good little podcast we got going on. I'm enjoying sitting here watching that. Yeah, man, we're having a good time. Bro. We're just telling stories while slash, you know, pass on our slash slash is slashing on his uh on slashing his slasher. away slash slash slashing away on his slasher <laughs> being slash slash the slash <laughs> glasses fall off and he becomes saw <laughs> <laughs> better call saw <laughs> did you like joke about this like last week yeah <laughs> uh, it's like two different entities yeah, I think we said like the top hat's off. He's Saul. The top hat yeah. is on. It's Slam. Yeah. yeah, and then I said, "Better call Saul heads." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, the top hat is like you know, like the equivalent of like the sorting hat, like of uh, Harry Potter. <laughs> Didn't he steal that top hat? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Or he like saw it in like uh, I don't remember the whole story of it. I think that he saw it like in like the the, the window, whatever. Some like story. It's like, I gotta fucking have that hat. <laughs> and he's had it since like the the 80s, early eighties. The sun shades are because he used to pass out during photo shoots. Yeah, yeah. and, and rather uh, than reschedule, never took off. yeah. And know. rather than reschedule the photo shoot, they threw some sun shades on him and they, they just stuff the... hold onto him and were problem against the wall. That's it. Yeah. Did they, like weekend up burning him, like just like trying to puppeteer him. It's <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, that's funny. He's so funny. He's like, uh, now he's like playing a violin. It looks like. Hell yeah, he getting down right now. He let's just crank it up for a minute. Got a slider out. The infamous sex portion of the uh, of the song. Yeah, I was gonna say, I was like, we should have this background noise, man. It's iconic. <laughs> I mean, you can't do that nowadays. I like kids come to your shows, but still. Just fucking toss it, like, catch McFlop, catch this. <laughs> <laughs> probably just throws it in the crowd and gets another one. Let's be real. Oh, that thing maybe. probably costs like 12 bucks. Yeah, never mind. Unless, like, Guitar Center, like, sponsors this tour and they're just giving them shit for free. Probably, man. I know they get guitar picks in huge boxes. Yeah, they get those all custom made. Not for guitar center, like different companies. I actually have. Which reminds me, actually, some rose pick box here. This is made by oh Dunlop. Yeah. I lost all my picks and my concert tickets in a fire a few years ago. Son of a bitch. Yeah, I got the the most recent ones that they released. Like, this well, is the I ain't I used to catch them. Looking through um here. So yeah, you got the two like um like the Duff ones here I'll show on camera. Oh, yeah, that's that's cool. logo. The Duff one. Um Red for Slash. It's really cool. I, I 
easier. Then Axel gets his pretty cool one. It has like the head from the AFD album there uh, on a white. That's cool. Sorry, there's no Richard Forkus one. It probably would have been Izzy Stratham one, but sorry. Huh. <laughs> they give they give Richard the Izzy ones. <laughs> yeah, these are still like they're like in shitty condition from like '92. <laughs> I've got a Fortis one somewhere. Or I might probably not like during the Chida era. I don't know if they made his own like custom. <laughs> yeah, because, uh, then it comes in the whole box. It's really cool. Yeah. Well, he tossed me one. I don't remember where I caught it at because I, I I would go to a show and I'd come back with like 10, 11 picks. And then, uh, like I said, there was the fire and I lost all my picks and my uh, concert stuff. The stubs, man, hurt the most. So I can oh, buy the sure. picks again. That's the, that's the real memory. What? Like this, yeah, this is a good 10 minutes already because I'm like looking at like our timer here. I'm like, yeah, we hit about 10 yeah. minutes. We're like at 45 minutes now. Yeah. And that was like, this started around 33, 35, around the low to mid 30s mark. I think now we're about a fourth of the way through the whole concert. Yeah. They'll always be there. Still, the end of song eight. We have the next song coming up, finally. How many songs are there? There are 22. Yeah. 20 plus two in the encore. Yeah. Slither will be extra long because that's when they introduce all the band members and shit, I believe, yeah. in this era. Which I never thought, like, why would you save that for, like, all the way to the end of the concert? It's like, oh, look, if you didn't know these guys by now, might as well tell you an hour and 45 <laughs> in. Since we're sure you haven't Googled it yet. Yeah, like, at least, like, when guys would do it, they do it, like, you know, a few songs deep in the set list. Thank you so much. You guys having a good time so far? Yeah, it's all right. All right, good. Yeah. We're going to uh, do another Some song off the, uh, off the new record. How many people have Apocalyptic Love? I tried to buy it, and that's why I fucked me over. Fantastic. We're going to do uh, one of our favorite yeah, songs. This is a song about an epiphany. This is called Oh, fantastic. Oh, man. I want you to yell, yeah, I got off LimeWire. <laughs> it gave me a virus. <laughs> you owe me a new computer. Yeah, you owe me a... <laughs> like, this is somehow your fault. If your music wasn't so good, I wouldn't have to pirate it, asshole. Yeah. We'll have to risk getting Bill Clinton talking about having some relations. Make shittier music, I guess. I don't know what to tell you. We're going to slow it down now. We done Rocket Queen. Is he wearing a Wu-Tang Clan shirt? No, it looks like it was not. I was about to say, he's being all emotional and serious in this song while he's rocking a Wu-Tang Clan shirt. 
I mean, that's something Abs would probably do. I mean, he did rock the NWA hat a few times <laughs> in 92. Yeah. This is not for me. Wait, a slash rock in the leather pants? I believe so. But I'll have to, I'll have to get another look. You know what that means? He's got like the cool dad bowling shirt, just sans flames. <laughs> the bowling shirt, the leather pants. Yeah, this dad's ready to rock. <laughs> it's like before Eddie died, I used to say Van Halen looked like all our dads got together and started the Van Halen cover band. Yeah. <laughs> In a sense, that yeah. Was, that was a very dadly looking band. Metallica right now is a very dadly looking band. I was going to say, yeah, James with the fucking um, button chopped Fu Manchu looking shit. Like, <laughs> he's got some bushy ass facial hair now. <laughs> I don't have a clue. I don't look their shit up. I'm still, I'm still and, mad at him. Uh, not much has changed. I mean, James looks like an old man. Ours is still a midget, so... I think the last okay. time I saw anything from them, they were on Howard Stern. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I got really serious because Howard got lazy and I quit listening. I only had serious to listen to Howard. And then he signed his new contract and went from doing four shows a week, which I was fine with, you know, four shows a week. And then... You know, you got that Friday you can catch up or listen to a rerun or, you know, whatever. Hmm. Then they went down to three. And, and you know, it's like when it's three. And then they ain't even there half the time. Like, signed the new contract. They went down to three new shows a week, and then they took, like, three months off. And I'm like, motherfucker, I don't get three months for free for this shit to listen to the same shows I've been listening to, you know? Yeah, that would be shit. Like, if you got a free trial around that time and you got nothing new, like, it's lame. Yeah. Howard Stern reruns. And then, like like I said, though, they only do three days a week, and then they can't even be there every day for those. Like, Yeah, it's, it's stupid. Because Howard doesn't want to leave his, the house. Like, he's set up now. Now, that they're never going back in the studio, I'll tell you that. Fuck that with technology now. Why do you need to show up at a studio? You just have some other schmuck there running up in the studio. Yeah. That's it. Like Howard Stern is one of the only shows still produced at home. And I'm sorry, but that ruins it for me. Yeah, like a lot of these like Sirius XM uh, things going on, like they all do their shit from home now. Well, a yeah. good majority, almost all of them do. Oh man, what tour were they on? Like, I think I saw this this apocalyptic love tour was the time uh, we talked about with Mason on the show when he and I were yeah. saying when we did Mississippi Queen. That was on the apocalyptic love tour. I saw Slash on the Apocalyptic Love Tour, the original tour with Miles. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, whatever this last one was, Living the Dream. Living the Dream, yeah. Now they're on the, the 4000 tour. Or it's starting soon, I believe. Uh, I don't know if it's already but... I may go. There's other artists I want to see. Yeah, I mean... I, but, like, if I like more of the stuff from uh, what they're doing right now, like, I don't know, I don't really have any urge to see, like, this new the new stuff live right now. It's yeah. good stuff, like, from the, like, the first two songs we reviewed from the first two singles were pretty good. But, um, I don't have any urge to see, like, go see it live, like, oh, I gotta hear this fucking live, whatever, like, yeah. plus the closest they're coming to me is, like, an hour and a half away, it's, like, right at the fucking border. Fuck that. Yeah, I'd go an hour and a half to see him. If not tickets right were U.S. Canada border. Little preview of Monday. Oh yeah. Yeah, man, Todd ain't no joke on nothing, man. He's, oh, Todd does not fuck around, man. He's damn good. But yeah, guys, be sure uh, we're gonna we're gonna dive into uh, Doctor Alibi in long form uh, this coming Monday. Oh yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Probably one of the better songs off the uh, the first solo slash album. Yeah. Well, it's going to be a good show. Who is it that sings it on the record? Uh, Lemmy. Lemmy? Yeah. Actually, a fun fact, I was um, doing research before. Actually, it was supposed to be Chester from Lincoln Park, but then label bullshit got in the way so he basically recorded with Lemmy oh that's cool yeah and, but there is like a, a like a one minute demo leak of the version of Chester Bennington from Lincoln Park and oh hopefully maybe get to play it on the next episode if not you know if anybody out there is on YouTube it. So. Oh, it's it is out on there? YouTube you can yeah if you just look up slash Chester Bennington whatever You'll, you'll easily find it on YouTube. There's like two or three people who have it uploaded there. It's like a very quick minute and change, whatever. It's like a quick demo, I guess, of what they originally had going for it. Okay. I'm hesitant to crank this one up since we're going to be listening to it, uh, doing our thing with it on Monday. But it's yeah. over now, it sounds like. Speaking of which, told you every cover band would play out to get me. Even one flash, man. 
Todd would play Welcome to the Jungle right here. Yeah, they would interchange it here and there. Because I do remember, like, hearing, like, videos where, like, Todd Curry's being Welcome to the Jungle. might like, pretty fucking good. Oh, yeah, I thought he did a damn good job. Yeah. Does they usually switch, I guess. Talkers? I don't think so. He's in a bunch of other bands. Huh. But, like, his most famous stuff is always with Slosh, so. Oh, yeah. I have to look into him more. He's been in a few other bands. I don't know if he's ever released anything else, but. It's always going to be, like, some famous person from a band doing their solo shit, and he's in their band. <laughs> He doesn't care. We got to play with fucking legends. That's awesome, man. Yeah. You think he'll ever be in the Hall of Fame? Who? Kearns. Uh, I mean, unless somehow Slash becomes a two-time inductee. Like, once they actually run out of bands. <laughs> uh, I they'll just know, they'll, they'll just throw in more random fucking artists. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't see rock that and roll. It's like, oh, which which random rap group can we induct the Hall of Fame? Yeah, B2K. <laughs> B2K? <laughs> yeah, totally. Half the Boys time they get inducted, here. it's not even a fucking rock band. Yeah, there's like two rock bands, and then it's like, oh, here's Whitney Houston. Or like, some like, pop singer from like, the 60s. I mean, like, some of them, like, deserve to be inducted in some form of a Hall of Fame. Dude, like, you burned but... my nose, man. You made me <laughs> spit water out of the tequila. <laughs> I mean, like, no shade on what he used to. She's fucking great. But, like, don't, don't, don't put me in the rock Hall of Fame. You want to put her in, like, some other music Hall of Fame? Put her, like, fucking, I don't know. Put, put, fucking like, some burn. Sort of, like, the Soul Train Awards for her or some shit. I don't know if the Soul Train Awards exist, but do that. I just went for a little shot of, all I wanted was a little sip of tequila, man. <laughs> <coughs> Fuck that, let's put body count into the rock and roll roll the whole thing. <laughs> Here's a couple I mean, of rock just... bands in Whitney Houston. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> even like half the ones that should be in already, like they never get voted on. Like Iron Maiden's still not even in the fucking rock hall of fame. Didn't joke. kiss decline. Or no some there was a whole soul uh, there's some whole issue with that. I don't think they've no, no, Kiss didn't decline. I think after a while, they got in anyway. But I don't think... Because the way the whole balloting and voting system works now, the, the Raw is fucking stupid. It's like 90% fan voted now for some stupid reason. You know, what pisses me off is when people talk about, like, on other productions about music and stuff, they talk about when Guns N' Roses was inducted, and then they always, like... And, of course, the only person who didn't show up for the thing was fucking Axl Rose. Like, Izzy Stradlin isn't a thing? Like, yeah, I'm but, sorry, did you forget somebody? I mean, if they're talking to a more casual mainstream audience, you only even know Axl and Slash. Baby Duff. But that's it, like... Yeah. To me, That's the whole I induction like. was cool because my, my best friend's favorite band is Red Hot Chili Peppers. And my favorite band was Guns N' Roses and both of our favorite bands got inducted on the same fucking night. Now that is cool. That is, that's a that's very cool thing to share. Especially with like someone like Guns N' Roses. I, I yeah. think it's fucking sick. 
And Malcolm's now back from his delivery. Yeah. Yeah. They're gonna get back there at the end of the show and be like, Miles is absolutely fucking clocked the toilet. <laughs> That's the only toilet in the whole arena. <laughs> it's a hairball in there. <laughs> Why is Miles of, um, coughing up hairballs? I don't know. <laughs> Just seemed like the right thing. Did he bring his dog on tour? No. Can't, can't stop writing no, songs there he about is. him. There he is. <laughs> from, I'm from not going to retcon sing. this joke. <laughs> it's from rehearsing Sweet Child of Mine. <laughs> but speaking of Rod Schleifers, um, I'm looking forward to that stadium tour they're doing this year. Oh, yeah. They're doing a big I one. I have trying to go the, see him. I'm, I'm leaning heavily towards getting tickets for it, hopefully, because they're coming this summer to Toronto, so... And I like their opening act, so. I don't think... The only show I know for sure I'm going to is going to be Hanson in August. Oh, sweet. oh yeah, Hanson's coming to Toronto, too. I'm like, huh, you're still alive. Uh, I, honestly, man, I think uh, Rick opened my eyes to Hanson, man, because we all used to make fun of him over Hanson. Fucking umbop. Yeah. But then when you actually listen to their music... Like, yeah, that umbop shit is in there. And, uh, but you gotta remember, they were like fucking eight when they wrote that shit or some shit. That's, that's very true. They're and then they kept fucking... writing music and they kept making music and, mm-hmm. like, their music matured as they did, you know? Yeah. Oh, definitely. So, while you while you still got shit in the mix like umbop and stuff like that, you're gonna have to sit through if you go see them. Yeah, uh, like you can't avoid that. That's like your biggest hit. You have to fucking play it. Yeah, but I'm gonna tell you, man, that chick to dude ratio is gonna be off the chain. Yeah, <laughs> it could be unless like they all like all the dudes just bring their girlfriends because like their girlfriends drag them to this shit. <laughs> I like a good ratio where it's like two dudes in the whole building. Oh my God. Yeah, this isn't a Justin Bieber concert. Yeah, I won't go to that. That ain't worth having to <laughs> listen to the shitty music, even if you do get laid afterward. That's torture, yeah, you don't man. Get laid, you'll just be there with a bunch of 14-year-olds. Uh, gross. Yeah, you'll feel like the Gary Glitter in the room there. Fuck, man, I can't stand to even talk to a kid. I don't see how fucking people do that shit. That shit makes me sick. Fuck them kids. Makes me sick to think about, man, the way people... I I don't see how that's even a fucking problem. This song I did, we have covered crazy because I remember, I'm trying to remember, it's one of the first uh, conspiracy songs that we covered. Remember, a lot of had, times, we had a I guess go by the time, cover so. art. Yeah. Like, do I remember making cover art for this? Yeah, no, this one I remember, because I think you did, like, the the edit with, like, Slash as the Scotland as Phoenix Joker. Yeah. Yeah, and I believe this was also the first time we had Matt Menzel on the show. Was it? I'm pretty sure it was. The first appearance of... Uh, good friend and amazing musician of ours, uh, Mr. Matt Manzello. Shout out. Hope his album's coming off well. <laughs> that album ain't coming out. Never I know. mean, I'm sure he's working on it, but 
Mm-hmm. Like every time I ask him about it, he's still working on it. It's like, man, you're you just Chinese democracy in this shit. I mean, no, he's he's well, dude probably leads a busy life. He's like I'm know, probably getting married I mean, and shit soon. So I'm I'm just fucking around. I ain't really shit yeah. <laughs> I know. I even replied to him that I'm like, uh, I'm like, you're still about eight six years and about a thirteen million dollar budget away from being Chinese democracy. <laughs> Motherfucker, we didn't tell you you could get married. Get your ass in the studio and finish this record. <laughs> <laughs> let, let my man be in love, goddammit. Uh, she's gonna quit being nice as soon as you marry her any fucking way. <laughs> you don't don't take the bait. Don't do it. That's what happened to me. That's why I ain't married no more. Ah, uh, people... I do love this song. I don't think we've done this one. This one. Man, I'm going to tell you, Slash is the hardest motherfucker to Photoshop because all that curly hair. Him and Duff. Yeah, like Slash Axel. is like half a face thanks to the hair. Yeah. The one I did for uh, Dr. Alibi mm-hmm. that I sent you. Yeah. It looks like grew together something mm-hmm. I, and I'm well aware that it looks like I just kind of threw something together and was done with it I worked yeah. on that motherfucker for about an hour and a half holy shit yeah so when it came to the background I did let some things go it's alright it was supposed mm-hmm. to look like a popular book mm-hmm Hint, hint, wink, wink. <laughs> nudge, nudge. I won't deny it leaves me cold. Have you ever seen the music video to Halo? I don't think so. I haven't seen many of the uh, SMKC music videos. It's animated and it's really good. Ooh. I mean, we'll, we'll have to once we review that song. Oh, yeah. That's the rule here. We're always down for music videos. Oh yeah, man! I love watching music videos on yeah. here. So I was That's basically say, I know what you're... we're doing right now. So. Yeah, we're watching a concert, Dan. We're being entertained. Damn straight. What I would have been doing anyway if I was by myself. That's true. Me, I'd just so... be like trying to like, rip these off the internet before like some assholes try and take them down. My ex-wife, one time, one of her friends came over, and uh, I was sitting in the living room watching music videos like I usually was, you know, when I was just mm-hmm. chilling. And I heard her go in the kitchen and say, all Dustin ever watches is music videos? And she's like, yes. And I was like, motherfucker, that's not all I watch. And then I got to thinking about it, and I was like, eh, that's a lot of it. Yeah. I mean, hey, good music video is a good music video, man. I mean... This shit has become like art for a lot of artists, you know. Oh, dude, I love music videos, man. I'm an MTV kid. It used to be what I'd watch when I was, uh... I mean, of course, I'd watch D Ball Z and. Mm-hmm. Uh, you I know, you, shit. Huh? I feel you, man. I was a much music kid, you know, same shit. <laughs> we used to watch MMUSA. Mm hmm. 
I used to watch that. Yeah, at least like much music for us was like there was like constant hours where they were showing music videos, and they started incorporating other shit. And now they're just like it's not the same anymore. I, I, I don't even know if they even show music videos on there anymore. I mean, I don't know. If Probably not. Exists, honestly, yeah, because when MTV came to Canada, like MTV could barely show any fucking music. Was like much music had it's like, all the like rights sixteen to show music and pregnant. Yeah, now MTV is just like, oh, this is probably ridiculous in the song for 22 of the 24 hours of the day. Yeah, I haven't watched MTV in forever. It can't, because they show one fucking show. I mean, like, MTV has been good since, like, 2006. Like, I don't need Rob, who the fuck ever, to show me YouTube videos. I can go look up YouTube videos on my own. This this, this was, like, Vine was fucking created for. People just created, like... Either funny like, shit or just really dumb shit. Like, okay, boomer. Yeah, that's the <laughs> shit you're throwing in the background of like a frat house. Yeah. And oh, man, look at that, bro. Oh, they're fucking shit face on their ass. <laughs> when Becky ran into our show that day, what do you call a uh, group of douchebags? A frat house. <laughs> Vax wearing douchebags? <laughs> <laughs> a frat of douche. The frat still douche. <laughs> oh, yeah, hang on. I get my babe. I don't have a lighter. Like modern <laughs> Such a good fucking song. I was gonna say I have too many fucking lighters in this jar. <laughs> Dude, I used to have like one in like every fucking jacket or like sweater I'd have, like just in case my boy was prepared. You know, someone needs a lighter, right there. <laughs> I got you, fam. <laughs> Hang yeah, on, man, this this. yeah, this is off the first album. Yeah. No, sorry, the Slash and Friends album. This is how the uh, connection between them happened. What other song? Okay, see, like, I keep forgetting that Ghost is not Miles Game. Back from Cali and Starlight, yeah. Those are the only two, yeah. And then Miles ended up becoming basically Slash's singer. I'm gonna review. I'm gonna read some of the uh, artists that appear on this album since I've got it in my hand. We uh, quite a different album too. And Astroberry, which we've uh, reviewed. Ghost. Ghost. Yeah. Uh, and Astroberry from the Cult. Yeah. Crucify the Dead, featuring Ozzy Osbourne. That one's still in the wheel. Which was the Axl Rose diss track, basically. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Beautiful Dangerous featuring Fergie, which is in the archives now. Uh, pre-video version of the show. I don't even think we were doing video back then, were we? Yeah, I was thinking like the beginning of season two. Okay. Well, we think we were recording it, but we weren't like publishing it. And then we just had yeah. so much of it that I just kind of threw it up in the uh, archives yeah. and lost doing, it. <laughs> yeah, we were just doing Patreon exclusive video now oh yeah with the Spotify stuff I might as well just say throw it up now okay. then Miles Kennedy with Back From Kelly Promise with Chris Cornell 
I didn't realize yeah, that one we haven't else. gone to yet. Yeah. By the sword. We've done by the sword, hadn't we? We did by the sword. I think we had a guest on for that. Well, I was just like, doing that. The music we watched on for that. I know that. Yeah. Uh, Gotten featuring Adam Levine. Adam Vagine. Uh, Dr. Alibi with Lemmy. Which we're Watch doing this next week. with Dave Grohl and Duff McKagan. Yeah. yeah, that's an instrumental they did. Watch this will not be in our wheel, folks, just yes. so you know. No instrumentals, fellas. Yeah, we don't do instrumentals on the show, so if you wondering why we ain't hit one content, yet. Maybe? <laughs> I don't know, though. How, how do you commentate over that? Yeah. Oh, that's a Let really it play cool in the background and talk about something else. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, we're not, like, professional musicians. We're not, like, someone like, you know... Uh, Mr. Matt Manzella could like you know comment more on that. Yeah, I mean like if if Matt Manzella wanted to do a podcast and he wanted to comment on the instrumentals, I would respect that and I'd listen to it. But I don't know what the fuck to say. Yeah, we need like a you know a studio musician or like someone who's professional. Yeah, to sort of get more insight onto it. I hold on with Kid Rock, which is surprisingly I think probably my favorite song on the album. Yeah, Kid Rock. Oh, fuck that guy. <laughs> I hate Kid Rock, but I love that song. Uh, nothing to Say. I don't know. I love Nothing to Say, too. That's one of my favorite songs. Yeah, but with Them Shadows. That's like the most like metal slosh song, I think, ever. Yeah. Uh, Starlight with Miles again. Uh, Saint is the tenor, Center 2 with uh, Rocco De Luca. De Luca. No, we haven't done that. So I'm thinking of different. We did it different. We haven't done that one yet. No, we hadn't done that yet. And we're all gonna die featuring Iggy Pop. Mm. Oh, solo time. All right, now it's time to get a plunger and plug that message. Flash is broke. <laughs> they're like they've all left the stage. Flash still there. Yeah. The arena is, uh... They're slowly filing out. <laughs> yeah. And he's still going. Oh, it is solo time. I was trying to find my, my one loaded record I have. I don't know why. Maybe I bought it before I realized how bad loaded sucks. <laughs> I mean, we're at track 15, technically, according to setlist.fm. This is the blues jam. And then blues next up jam. is the guitar solo. So it's all, it all bleeds together, I guess. Probably. Probably. Yeah. So it says he does the Godfather theme, so which is a pretty cool callback to the 90s. <laughs> yeah. Well, he he always did that. Yeah, he did that for the first uh, couple of years of the GNR reunion. Then they finally switched it up, I think, this year. Or was it the year, uh, two years prior? Yeah. I'm looking for my damn... I don't know where the hell it's got off to. Oh well, fuck it. It's here some damn where. <clears throat> I've decided to sell off some of my records and thin out my collection to make room for singles. And I got this nice. Aerosmith one to kind of start Ooh. off. What's on that one? Loving an elevator. 
Oh, sweet. I like the artwork on that, actually. All the GNR ones keep coming like this. Really? Oh, they're probably... Are they, like, original pressings? Like... No, I think he just lost the paper. Yeah. This came cool. out of a jukebox, and the way I know it came out of a jukebox is because it came with uh, this. Oh, well, it's like the, in... the ID, whatever, like... Oh, the label. Yeah. Like and this was uh, Escape to Paris and Symphony for the Devil. GNR? Yeah. Escape to Paris, so that's one we got to review. But I don't... I don't know. It says Geffen. It's on this record, Escape to Paris. I don't know it's if that's in the wheel. Heard. I'll have to look that up, actually. <laughs> yeah. Because there's Sympathy for the Devil. Sympathy okay. for the Devil. Escape to Paris. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's on that. The East Pole. Oh, hmm. You know what I think it could be? What? Um, it's probably... Since it was, like, uh, for the uh, interview with the vampire, I think it could just be, like, a, a B-side from that soundtrack. <laughs> could be. I'll look it up later and see if it warrants going on our wheel or not. Yeah. Because it doesn't say it's performed by Guns N' Roses. I'm looking here. It says LP version. So probably just, um, a, uh, well, dude could have just wrote GNR on this damn thing because he knew I'd buy it. He only charged me a dollar for it. So. Yeah. Like he's got all these prices that, I, and dude, I never pay that. But I, I always, you know what I mean. Like I've built a relationship hmm. with these with this guy. So. Yeah, yeah, it's not a Guns N' Roses recording. Okay, confirmed it's not. So it says symphonic track from the movie score. They just put a track from the the, the fucking orchestra score. You give it a B-side? Yeah, pretty much. They could just sell it as like a CD single. Oh, look, he's chilling. It's like, I'm on my knees for you people. Clap, bitch. I'm just chill. Yeah. So I was watching that football game last night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't need never, fellas. Don't ever let her tell you thirteen seconds ain't long enough again. <laughs> I was gonna say I saw the meme like on Instagram, and then you sent it to me after. I was like, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I can get the job done in thirteen seconds. Hey, Vincent. That's Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Boom, 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 boom. <coughs> I'm getting wrestling updates for some damn reason. Yeah, I don't know why fucking Twitter sends like the random shit. Like, I'm like, I'm like, kind of like run like the Guns and Rio Twitter. It sends us like, oh, if you're some tweet about wrestling, but like, I'm like, less often. This is like the Guns and Radio Twitter should for rock and roll. Yeah, send us good shit. Yeah, send the wrestling stuff to my main account. Sure, I'll probably be like, okay, this wrestling tweeted this. Yeah. You know, but fuck most of them, because they, they're all assholes. Mm. 
Yeah, also, next wrestler uh, is say fuck off to. Fuck Bubba Ray Dudley. <laughs> yeah, I saw where he pissed some people off. Yeah, because, like, oh, John Moxley should apologize because you had to go to fucking. Yeah, so apologize because he's an alcoholic and he wanted to get better. Fuck you. Ah. Uh... I see both sides of that. I get what he's saying. Like, there were fans that probably already had bought tickets to see him, mm-hmm. and then he wasn't there. I get that. But fuck him, dude. Like, <laughs> that's the stupidest thing ever. I don't know. I feel when like it comes dude, he's to just... please the fans or don't be alive. I mean, yeah, I'm dude. Gonna put... Fuck the fans, I guess. I exactly. <laughs> we like that's the thing with fucking wrestling, dude. We don't need more people dying before they're forty-five, please. Yeah. Like that's always been a problem with wrestling. Now it's been a lot better. And when you get idiots like Undertaker, like I like the old days better. All these Chris Platter video games, you know. I like the days <laughs> of fucking wrestlers court when we fucking smoke crack because someone you know did something stupid. We tell them to blast a fucking six pack or some shit. A wrestlers court was a way of. It was, it was a, I think that was a good way of policing yourself. Cause it was like, you don't need HR to come in. You don't need all that bullshit. It was the boys playfully saying, Hey, you're fucking up and you need to stop fucking up. And the, anytime anybody did it in real life, the guy overseeing it isn't going to let it get out of control or turn into some hazing. You know, it's always some old guy that's like the most respected dude in the locker room that's overseeing this situation. I've been involved in wrestler's court before. It ain't exclusive to WWE. Yeah. I ain't never got taken to wrestler's court. But I've been involved when somebody else got taken. I have been a witness. <laughs> you weren't, I've been you summoned, weren't defending anyone, so you're good. I've been summoned to testify. <laughs> this is me as a character witness. Your Honor, he's a piece of shit. Just go. Well, hell, he did it. we already know that. He's real. Oh, yeah, he's a real tool. He's a real piece of shit. Yeah, he did it. There you go. I'm sorry. <laughs> it sounds like something he'd do. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just came in and told my side of the story. Oh, looking at a fiddling. I want to switch out his guitar with a banjo. <laughs> I'm start playing the South Park theme. <laughs> Getting on now, Sam. We're going by South Park. Do that, like Slash randomly play the South Park theme and do a guitar solo. <laughs> who's playing? Who's playing Slash in this concert? I wonder. I don't know. It's obviously Dale James when they're doing uh, Guns and Roses. I was going to say it's, it's probably like Duff. Well, I was going to say Duff and Wig, but you would notice it's Duff. He'd be like six foot two. <laughs> yeah. That motherfucker is big, man. Yeah, he's tall. 
Duke to play basketball. Is that all? Man, I'd hate to fight. I mean, I feel bad for, like, tall people. So, like, knees back up for 40 years. Yeah! I love this song. This is their closer now. Yeah, I think right... Sometimes it's right before the encore, it's right at the start of the encore. Last last uh, set list I looked at uh, didn't have any GNR or any covers at all. They closed with Anastasia. I have to double check. Have we covered this yet, or we just listened to it somewhere? Anastasia, no, yeah, we had it, a cover of it in our uh, season two finale. We haven't actually okay. reviewed this song yet, and I just remembered. I believe this was in the encore when I saw Slash in Toronto a couple years ago. This was last song they encore. The last song they played before the encore. No, last of the encore, like like the okay, last. Okay, so last. this was the this was the closer then. This yeah, this would probably be like your main main set closer. Okay. We still got a few more songs to go. We're seventeen, uh, not seventeen songs deep. But you know what sucks that they took all those GNR covers and all those Snake Pits and Velvet Revolvers, and to me they went from a band that could headline to an opening act. Yeah, like you you probably see them at like instead of the nine p.m. slot, they can be there at four thirty. Yeah. They could probably do like the sunset slot at like a, a big like rock festival, but mm. I mean they headlined at Riverport, but I mean fuck, you're not gonna bring Slash back to Riverport for the first time since the riot and not have him in the main event. Yeah, exactly. regardless of what bullshit he's playing at the time. <laughs> yeah, I mean now it's probably different because like Slash is actually in Guns N' Roses again. So it's like well, he was in Guns N' Roses then. Oh, that's yeah. Then there's probably his own tour. Then I don't know if it was a festival. It was. Uh, it was a, a barbecue, um, a pig roast. It was. Oh, uh, so it's probably like some like like the, one of the local rock stations things, whatever. Yeah, Casey, the Casey pig roast. Oh yeah, so they're probably a little yeah yeah. And I'm still trying to get the guys from Casey to get me Stump's number before he dies. So I'd love to have him on this show. Oh yeah. I was gonna say we'll get Brando in here and let him ask all the questions. Like that. I got questions of my own. I mean we can have Brando. Oh, we get our own though. shit. Yeah, I was gonna say we'll get Brando in. Because I know Brando would definitely want to interview. Do a fucking joint collab effort here. Yeah. He don't need no help getting guests, man. He's had every member of GNR on his show at one point or the other. I mean most, most former members, yeah. He doesn't have Duff. He said Dizzy, though. Yeah, it's fucking Dizzy. You should talk about hookers and blow with Dizzy. <laughs> Both the band and the other things. This <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, man, I, 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 that'll be a good one to review. I don't know what the hell we'll do for a bit or anything when that one comes up, but I can't believe they never made a music video to that. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. I guess was it ever released as a single? Hang on, that's what I gotta look up. I don't know. If it wasn't released as a single. It probably wouldn't have gotten a music video. I don't know. It was the fourth single released off the album. Interesting. Because hmm. it's a killer track. It is. Yeah, Miles, he, he, he see Miles checked out. He went home. Oh, no, he's back there. He's like, give me a guitar. Let me do fucking something. Shit. Yeah, what the fuck, man? I mean, if Todd he had does to play like rhythm in Ultra Bridge, or he decides sometimes he does. When he feels like it. When they say, fuck it. Play, play the E string. It's all right. <laughs> Just play this one string and one fret only. They don't even plug in a guitar. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna read. Wanna... I'm gonna read from the book of faces real quick. Yeah, before you do that, I, I wanna stay. Yeah. Okay. People wanna shit on Chinese democracy for having three guitars. Look, Slash had three guitars at one point. <laughs> so, like, fuck you guys. Go ahead. Sorry. Go to your thing. Oh, I was going to read uh, this because I'm still buzzing on that win from last night. 13 seconds left in the fourth quarter. The Bills started celebrating, not realizing they were about to pay the Patrick price. You guys <laughs> have watched football and have seen all the Patrick Mahomes commercials that come on during it. You'll get that joke. <laughs> I wonder, I, you know his fingers have got to be calloused as fuck. Oh yeah, but you play long enough, you just get used to it. Yeah. There's like nothing that you can play for like fucking six hours straight. Also depends on the strings too, he probably has like certain strings that are like, provide a good sound, but they probably don't like wear and tear on your fingers too much. Well I think, you know, having callus is a part of playing guitar. Any sort of string instrument like that. That's gonna happen. I mean, fuck, there's been instances of like guitarists like, fucking shredding and shit, and their string just breaks on stage. Like, I saw this video on Instagram. Uh, Steve Ray Vaughn was just fucking jamming out doing a solo. You see one of his strings break, and it's like the smoothest fucking like guitar transition. And his tech comes in from behind, he just throws it up, and it is, and like the guitar tech like puts the guitar in his hand, he's like doing the strap the same time. He's like, on jamming and shit. <laughs> I'm like, that's the fucking coolest shit ever. Oh, uh, yeah, he's, like, not even phased. Yeah, he's, like, still going, whatever, and, like, the guitar tech's like, give me your fucking arm, I gotta put the strap on. <laughs> uh. Yeah, Stevie Ray was a beast, man. Like, Oh, dude, he's so fucking good. He's very underrated. Isn't he dead now? Yeah, I think, yeah, he was gone way too soon. I see when he passed away. So I think he was, like, very young. I was gonna say, I'm pretty sure he died a long time ago. 
1990. Yeah, from yeah. 1954. Dude, he was only he was like not even 40. Yeah. Wow. Holy shit. Wild to think about. Yeah, man. Fucking we lost meatloaf this week, by the way. Yeah. All right, Pete Meatloaf. I'll be cranking yeah. out that 12-minute uh, version of uh, I Would Do Anything for Love. Such That's the fucking song. real version. Oh, it's so fucking good. And I didn't even know, like, Bad Out of Hell was that, like, much of a high-selling album. It's still, like, on the top ten, like, high-selling albums of all time. Oh, yeah, dude. Bad Out of Hell is a damn good album. It's one of the... Uh... One of the first concept albums, I believe. If I don't know when they started doing that, but yeah, it was probably then. Like Meatloaf was an originator of that, or one of the early, I guess, pioneers of that. Because one of the ideas I was going to toss to you for us to do something uh, a tribute to Meatloaf by watching the Bad Out of Hell musical. Ooh, that would that'd be down. I don't really know much about Meatloaf. It, but I ah, it's okay. It's going to be uploaded somewhere. On like fucking 4K Blu-ray now, next year. Yeah, we'll find it. Man. Musicals are hard, man. Yeah, they don't too. release those. Mm-hmm. Like they record them, and there's kind of like how GNR records every show. Yeah, like there's pro shot. Like they have the like, cameras and stuff because when I display on the screens or whatever. Yeah, but then they don't ever release it because then you just buy the DVD and wouldn't pay a thousand dollars to go sit in the audience. I don't see who's got the fucking money to go to musicals and shit. I mean, I went and saw Hamilton, but that was a one-time, one-time deal. Plus, I didn't buy those tickets. That was a gift. Because if I would have had to buy the tickets, there wouldn't have been no fucking way. Yeah, I'm not crazy about musicals. I don't really, I don't know. Broadway, I'm not Broadway either. theater shit. It's like, eh. Doesn't, I don't I'm know. not either, but I mean. Fuck that. I enjoy the cinema more, to be honest. I mean, I was going. It was Hamilton. Like, For sure. But now it's on like Disney Plus, so. Yeah, and to be honest, the performance of Hamilton that I saw without the original cast was better than the one on Disney Plus. Really? Better than the Lynn Manuel Miranda? Mm hmm. One, whatever. Or. Yeah, in my opinion, the performance I was there for was better than the one on Disney Plus. The one on Disney Plus, some of the editing kills it. Mm -hmm. Like when George Washington comes out and it cuts to him from that camera that points at the audience. And it's like, no, you're not supposed to see him. That's why all the dancers are there covering him up until the point where he starts, you know, saying his lines and then they all spread so he can march forward. That's when we're supposed to see him for the first time, you know? Yeah, it's got that whole dramatic buildup, and then the camera angle just ruins the dramatic the drama to it. I can feel on that. It's definitely a different experience whether you're watching it like through whether live or you know through like TV screen. You know, it's definitely different, especially when it comes to like concerts like this, or really anything. Even when it comes to watching movies, like there's always a different experience. Like I don't know, for me especially with movies nowadays, it's. I don't know, it's hard to replicate that like cinema experience unless you got a few thousand dollars willing to spend and make a home theater in your basement or something. My problem with movies nowadays is, is everything's like four hours long and I don't want to sit in that sticky-ass chair on that sticky-ass floor with a bunch of people I don't know coughing the Rona on me for four mm-hmm. hours to watch one movie. 
No, I honestly just go for the Marvel movies. That shit's a whole experience in itself. You go opening weekend for those, and people are fucking going wild. Like, I went to go see Spider-Man. Like, literally, you know, it was like one of the last few days they had, like, full capacity in theaters, because then, like, they were going, like, fucking stupid Canada. It was like, oh, yeah, we're going to go half capacity now, and then they ended up closing most of the shit for a good month or so. But, like, that was literally yeah. last weekend of full capacity, and just, like, spoilers, hearing fucking, you know, when they had, like, Andrew Garfield and, like, Tim McGuire show up, at least, like, this crowd was respectful. We were like, yeah, woo And then, you, like, the instant, like, they start talking, everyone, like, shh. And we're like, shut, you gotta hear the dialogue. At least they were respectful. Like, if yeah. you see, like, on, like, YouTube, like, audience reactions, like, Marvel movies, bro, there's, like, people in, like, media, they're going fucking nuts. They're going, like, Toy McGuire shows up on screen, they go, Toby, Toby, and they're, like, fucking waving towels and shit in a movie theater. I'm like, what? Shut the <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> what a reality. Bro, like, this is freaking shit. I mean, it's hype Dude, as fuck, but, like, still. The hype is part of it, though. Like, when Star oh, yeah. Wars, when the new Star Wars movies were coming out in theaters, mm-hmm. that was awesome, man. Being there uh, for that was the shit. Yeah, man. Like, I'll always, like, remember, like, going opening weekends to, like, Marvel movies. Like, I'm a huge Marvel guy. So, going, like, opening weekend, I remember to, like, see, like, a lot of these movies. It, like, the only, like, the audience reaction stuff only really started around, like, the third phase of those movies. That's when people really started getting heavily invested into this shit. Dude, I'll never forget when I saw The Force Awakens and Kylo Ren stabbed Han Solo and you hear the whole theater gasp. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude, that's like similar to when to go see um, Infinity War, and it's just like the ending, and you just like if you just hear a fucking pin drop, it's like dead silence. It's where like no one expected that ending to happen. And I think I heard someone uh-huh. like shedding a tear in the back. It was like it was fucking. Deep. What movie was it? I think it was Die Hard. One of my friends went and saw. I think it was Die Hard. And there was a scene where the woman's uh, sneaking up behind Bruce Willis and he doesn't know she's back there. <laughs> and uh, this older lady jumps up in the theater with her hands on her hips and yells at the screen, Watch out, Mr. Bruce Willis, she's going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that shit's funny. <laughs> And Slash is now beating off his guitar. Yeah, sometimes you gotta do it, man. Still makes a noise. Uh, this is the thing you working. I mean, his hand is worth. This one is as oddly near as this. Get me another guitar. <laughs> Give me the same guitar, but I'm going to. But I'm going to take it off and hand it to you, and I want you to hand it back. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> This, this, uh, this is the song that sold me this album when I bought it off iTunes. 
And the So good. But yeah, this is the uh, lead single from this album. This is fucking yeah. still a really good song. Dude, people were. I was on the GNR forums looking to people bitch about this song, and I was like, dude, fuck you. This song is epic. That was where the line good. came from of uh, the first time I said, uh, I can be cool on the internet and like the song. I don't need to hate the song to be cool on the internet. Exactly. The internet's ruined a lot of things, unfortunately. Not well, it's just people them. trying to be cool on the internet, and they think they can't oh, exactly. like anything. Like, a lot of these people who just, like, talk shit through a computer screen need to have a literal fist come right through there and hit them square in the fucking cranium. I mean, if you have a legitimate um, opinion, mm-hmm. then by all means. Yeah, you can have open discussion. You know, be fucking civil. But, but if you want to be a dumbass, uh, you get smacked. Not when your fucking opinion is just, uh, oh, I don't like it. And it sounds like a rock song. That was the one that got me pissed. Sounds like a rock What do you expect it to sound like? Yeah. A fucking slash hip-hop album? And I was like, I don't like it. It's too plain. It's too generic. It sounds like a... What would he say? It sounds like a rock song. This is and rock just, music. What is it supposed to sound like? I just wanted to be like, dude, are you retarded? Like, what did you want? Slash the... You do like a D.D. Ramon and like go into fucking hip-hop? Just like, they just wanted to be cool on the internet. No, but that and I think unfortunately... A lot of people switch their brain and it's up their fucking ass apparently and the switch spots. Like what I call talking out of your ass syndrome. Yeah. Just, they just say dumb shit just so they can hear themselves speak. And just throw stupid verbiage like that into the air. Like, well, I mean... Up, but give my opinion. Dude, one of the best things I ever did was quit going to those fucking message boards with all those trolls and shit. That was the start of toxicity on the internet, man. Which I think... I think I don't know who still goes to to those message boards. Not a lot of people. I know Not most a lot of people. people. Got, it's mostly trolls trolling trolls now. If you try to get yeah. one of them now, unless you're born they, in like 2000, like that was their first exposure to the internet. Because they run everybody out. off except themselves. Because this is all they have to live for. Yeah, because fucking Twitter won't accept them. They're douchebag. <laughs> Say a very special thank you to our friends in Rose Tattoo, ladies and gentlemen. Please make some noise for those legends. Oh, the Rose Tattoo open for them? That's cool. Yeah. 
I want to Australia, man. Come on. Just a minute here and introduce to you some of the uh, conspirators. Ladies and gentlemen, please make some noise for Mr. Frank Sidoris on the guitar. Have I said that I buy my? I used to buy my fake IDs for him. Yeah. <laughs> And on the drums, please make some noise for Mr. Brent Fitz. Oh. He is a badass. Oh, yeah. I've already met this one, but we're going to introduce him again. Ladies and gentlemen, the oh-so-talented, fantastic on bass and vocals, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Todd Dammit Currents. The lady right there used to babysit me when I was a kid. I used to be scared of her. I thought she was a witch. Man, it needs no introduction. Ladies and gentlemen, please make some noise on the electric guitar for Slash! Who? <laughs> oh, that's one of the bands. Cheers, motherfuckers! Speaks. Introduce Mr. Miles fucking Kennedy here, the man with a fucking beautiful voice, man. Such a weird voice. It is. When he actually talks. Maybe it's just so weird to hear him actually vocalize. That's weird. I don't know why it catches me off. He's playing Pac-Man with guitar over there. I told you Slash is broke tonight. <laughs> He's short-circuiting. <laughs> I mean, during that solo part, I think he was, he was, on, he was on his knees. He's like, ah. He's <laughs> short-circuiting. There's a glitch in the Matrix. This sounds like one of them Velvety Revolver songs. Yes, sir. This is one we've already covered. Yeah, we did this on your birthday. You got to pick this one, right? Yeah. I love how you pick a genuinely good song on your birthday and then mine rolls around. Yeah, it was only apropos (laughs) because this album literally came out on my birthday, June 8th, 2004. Well, not the day I was born. It was my ninth birthday. That tells you everything. Look, man, there's two episodes where where we don't spin the wheel. We choose because it's our birthday, so we let the person whose birthday it was pick. There's my birthday mm-hmm. and Caputo's. And this tells you about the kind of people we are. He chooses a really great song, Slither. Legendary song for us to review. And I picked Liquor and Whores. <laughs> I was going to say, I thought you would have picked Corn Shucker, I think, if you had the chance. No, oh, Corn Shucker came up in the wheel. Yeah, but I think you were leaning towards picking Corn Shucker up from the play. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, you were going for the comic the, spot. Corn Shucker is the only album cover I've ever sent to Caputo and he rejected. Yeah, dude, it was literally a corn <laughs> fucking a tree. It wasn't fucking a tree. Dude, it looked it like just Woody Woodpecker fucking a tree. It was an ear of corn. It's implied, but like it still would have gotten thrown off or something. 
I mean, it wouldn't be the first time I've gotten thrown off. But. <laughs> yeah, we've run into that problem in the past. And internet bouncers don't like it. Uh oh, my phone's about to die. It's wanting to download something so it's constantly spinning, but I won't connect it to the Wi-Fi so it can do its download because then I'm afraid it's going to bog down the Wi-Fi and fuck up our watch-along. And we've, we've come too far. Yeah, we're we're almost done with the show. Like, this is the last of the main set, and we've still got some encore, I think. Here comes the water. Here comes to wash away. I remember the first time I saw this was on VH1, and I thought this song was awesome. And then I got to looking, and I was like, holy shit, it's Guns N' Roses. Wait, where the fuck's Axel? What happened to <laughs> Axel? <laughs> you ever see that Beavis and Butthead where they watch uh, Slash's Snake Pit? A music video? I've never seen a snake in one. I've seen ones where they watch, like, GNR. Well, there's one where they watch a snake pit song. I forget what it is, and Butthead's like, uh, what happened to Axel? <laughs> <laughs> it seems like their Paradise City one. They're going, dun, 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 when you look, you see right through me, cut the rock and fell to my mind. I, mean, I can't wait for Beavis and Butthead to come back, man. Yeah, on Paramount. Yeah, they're doing a whole movie, and I think a new season. Yeah, they're Comedy supposed Central, to be King of the Hill supposed to be coming. I don't think it's happening on Comedy Central. I think that fell through. I think it's going to be Did on it? Paramount I'll have Plus. to look that up. But, yeah, it probably could be all just Paramount Plus, but... Yeah, I also think Paramount Plus. back in a couple weeks. They've been on Paramount Plus. Why do I want to buy Paramount Plus just to get one season of South Park? Because last one time I checked, the complete series was supposed to be on HBO Max. That's one of the selling points of HBO Max. Mm -hmm. Is it still on there? Or I don't know. Yeah. Dude, HBO Max is the shit. Like, I really yeah. want to see Tiger King 2, but I'll have to get rid of HBO. I mean, Tiger, just, but, like, the second season of Tiger King is okay. I've seen it. It's all right. It's don't they special. get that Vegas Joe guy to reenact a bunch of shit? Wait, what do you mean? Okay. There's this guy named Vegas Joe that looks and talks and acts and everything exactly like Joe Exotic, but can't tell the difference. And I read somewhere that they used him to, uh tape a lot of the shit for Tiger King 2. I don't recall. I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen like, the second season, but it's just more like the follow-up continuation of what the hell has happened since whatever. Motherfucker's in jail. <laughs> yeah, there's not much. Like, like, they're trying to, like, so basically the fucking the affliction shirt douchebag that set him up is like, because yeah. now he's getting attacked by Carol Bass, and he's like, oh, look, I'll just say, you know, I framed you, Joe, and then whatever. We'll get you out of it. It's like kind of kind of what we're going to for Carol Baskin or some shit. I'm going to focus on some other dude who's like a crazy motherfucker. Who keeps running from the law. <laughs> Good white trash humor. I mean, it's all right. I mean, you can go sit down and watch it, but it's all right. I don't know. 
Like, I feel like a lot of Nimbus's shit's overhyped for a while. Like, I finally watched Squid Game while I was in fucking uh, quarantine for COVID. I'm like, it's alright, but it was overhyped. Yeah, I don't want to watch something I have to watch with subtitle. Have you ever seen 3%? I mean, no, that I haven't seen. But Squid Games, I watched, like, it, you can have, like, the English voiceover. I watch English voices of Korean. If I get Netflix back, I'm gonna watch the new, I'm gonna watch the latter seasons of Three Percent. I highly recommend Three Percent. All right. Does this fall to pieces? Yeah, the song we recently and also shirtless slash. So you know it's real. Oh yeah, that's where they went. He was like, oh shit, he was getting ready to get naked and go home. Yeah, I mean, like, I was like, dish the jacket like seven songs, and he's like, I'll well bring it back. Yeah, it's probably hot. I'm sweating balls, balls. Up there. Oh, yeah, I just do a lot of moving around and stuff in leather and jeans. Dude, man, I know we watched that when we watched that music video, we had a lot of fun at that video's expense. Mm-hmm. But oh my I think god, we, yeah. what we is, what a little is, It makes me so sad mm-hmm. without with how Scott died and everything. Yeah, it was almost like like prophetic in a way. It's like talk about this shit and you just. It's sad that we could just never get over his demons. It really does suck. He's a talented dude. I mean, I've been the biggest, like, Stone Temple Pilots fan, but, like, it had, you know, the chops. I wouldn't either, but man. Didn't want some bitch to die. Yeah. Even his latter stuff in his solo band, the Scott Wild and the Wildabouts, whatever, it was still pretty good stuff. Like, I would go seek that out. Uh, you guys listening I've never heard it I might go check it out I would it's pretty decent stuff Slash has got a body like your friend's dad that's outside working on the truck without a shirt on he's like on like the John Deere mowing the lawn yeah. <laughs> you know, beautiful thing about GNR that Slash just doesn't have at his concerts. Girls don't flash their boobies at Slash. Like they do during Night Train at a Guns N' Roses concert. Yeah. <laughs> One night, me and Rick were, uh, I think we were in Vegas. No. It happened so many fucking times. I don't remember. I'm trying to think of the first time. But, uh,. All of a sudden, because you know, like people rubbing up against you the whole time. We used to be wild mm-hmm. back in the day, and when you're in the pit, you know. And then all of a sudden, the texture of the arm rubbing up against my arm changed dramatically to the point that I turned around and looked, 
and it was this chick with huge tits had her drugs out and was rubbing them up on my arm trying to show them <laughs> off to everybody like, I, was, I, I was over here smacking me with them I want to put like my face and be like oh shit sorry <laughs> uh, well I didn't know this person so I wasn't trying to you know I think I was the one that was assaulted here if anybody wants to claim assault yeah I was minding my own business, trying to listen to Sweet Child of Mine. I was going to say, listen, next time that happens, <laughs> put your face mask on and just go in there. Just think about that. Sweet Child of Mine. She pulls <laughs> Sweet tears of mine. <laughs> she got It was definitely during days. Night Train. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's always during Night Train. Yeah, is Night Train the show us your tits song, I guess? It is. Show us your boobs. I don't know. That, don't nobody tell them to do it. Yeah. You say they're giving consent. It's not my phone. Eight six seven five three zero nine. <laughs> <laughs> Slash the big Tommy Two Tone fan. Yeah. He gets down with the two tone. <laughs> Duff McKagan comes out. Jana, Jana, how can I turn to? Roger, take me home. Attitude. <laughs> Wrong song. <laughs> oh, we made it to the end. Yeah, well, we made it to the end of the concert. Sir. I gotta get me one of them flashing oh, lights in the back of the stage there. Piss off my neighbors with. <laughs> just put a strobe on your roof and just piss everyone on the street off. <laughs> it's like, who's raving over there? Who's popping ecstasy? <laughs> Two in the morning, damn it. Stop the drugs. Well, they know me. Yeah. Wait, does Slash has it have his own name tatted on his chest? Does he? It looks like it says Slash. I could be totally wrong. Oh, he's got a top hat on his. Oh, uh, oh. Oh no. Uh, oh. It says Cash, I think. But was that one of his Slash kids' names? Cash. I don't know. I'm pretty sure one of his kids named Cash or something. So he's got like his own. Look, kids man. Names, I'm like, sorry. Getting your kids' names tattooed on you is one of the most redneck things you could do. Redneck. Uh, uh, depends how depends what kind of redneck. Oh yeah, there's different flavor of pig. Yeah. Bam, 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 bam. Reaches on Did somebody just throw Maybe. a sex doll on the ta- on the stage? Maybe. I mean, this is Australia. These people are bonkers. They drink their alcohol <laughs> to shoes. Take me down the time. Take me down to the paradise center where the grass is green and the girls are pretty. I'm gonna go to a festival one day and take a blow up doll and have it body surf. Yeah. <laughs> Throw it up while I mean, everybody's body surfing. I mean, it's safer than, you know, an actual human fucking doing it. <laughs> Touching that person's ass to get COVID. Dude, this new variant ain't no fucking joke. You got it. Uh, Jeff got it. My mom yeah. got it. My dad got it. My grandma got it. Shit. I don't know how the hell I hadn't caught it yet. 
you're getting lucky, motherfucker. You're like seeing the memes, it's like everyone else who's gotten COVID, and like me, it's like they're like like fighting with like 20 on one. I think I'm immune to it. I think I'm the chosen one. Maybe. I mean, I got it, and now I'm, I'm somewhat immune to it for a little while. So. I mean, I got vaccinated anyway, but like with the vaccine plus being the chosen one, you know. <laughs> I think I could have not gotten vaccinated and still been the chosen one. The good news is, though, this motherfucker can't mutate too many more times. Yeah. It's almost... It's just going to get tamer and tamer pretty much. Yeah. It's almost again, to the point like, that, yeah, you know... Like 78 new variants I keep hearing about. Flu-rona, Delta-rona. Yeah. It's so Sounds stupid. like a fucking like, alien what? invasion. <laughs> Literally. So far away. Captain America, but torn up part now. He's just a douchebag with a broken heart. <laughs> Your mama's fine. Don't take me down to Columbus, Mississippi, because the grass ain't green and the girls ain't pretty. Oh, won't you please <laughs> take me home? Yeah, yeah. Well, take him to Jeff City, baby. They made a Kansas City. There's some beautiful girls up there. St. Louis? Oh, St. Louis got beautiful girls. <laughs> I mean, hell, you got a Stanley Cup winning hockey team over there. Damn straight. We're about to have a Super Bowl winning football team in Kansas City. Two times. Three times. See if they do the confetti. <laughs> oh, yeah. There we go. Flash has a budget for it. Junior doesn't. Yeah, not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> Gotta pay for that masseuse. <laughs> Actual specific masseuse business, like massage, like the back or anything. It's just for the balls. Look, man, the masseuse that gives the happy ending, to get them to come on tour with you and be there every night, that ain't, that, ain't, that shit ain't cheap. Hold on, man. Dude, honestly, the confetti there in Paradise City is the best part, and that's part of why they cut too much shit out of this last tour. It's why it sucks so bad. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's cool that they gave us a couple new songs, but, like, that's about it, really. But, I mean, Axel sounded like shit. Yeah. Nobody yeah. seemed like they wanted to be there. Pretty much, they're just like, oh, let's just make some money, you know, let's, you know, we gotta do these shows, you know, or else insurance ain't paying us back. Yeah, Chicago's gonna be, if not my last show, my last one for a while. Yeah, unless, it like... it ain't the same. Unless we get, like, a full, like, album, which is, like, so unlikely that I'll probably, like, die and there will be no music. He's malfunctioning again. I like the idea of Slash is just over here shredding while the audience is lining out. Like the first like ten rows, so they're like, Yeah, cool. And then you see everyone's backing up like 
get out of here. Run. It's been like four hours. Like the whole upper deck is just empty. The whole band is even gone. <laughs> Slash is still doing this. Slash is still there. And it's just like a backing <laughs> track playing. No, not even a band. Like it's literally just them and a the guitar. Like they've even shut the lights off. <laughs> There's like some janitor guy sweeping in the bathroom. <laughs> like they're gonna throw in the clean. God, the crew arrives the next confetti. morning. <laughs> the crew arrives the next morning to get ready for the hockey game this weekend. Slash yeah. is still standing there shredding. Yeah. Like the stage Nobody's being dismantled around him. <laughs> <laughs> The hockey game is going on around Slash standing there just doing like, oh, he's still here. Why don't you do a national anthem for a Slash? Oh, he can't hear you. He's glitched. <laughs> he's broken right now. You just have to let him. Just have to let him see it through. <laughs> it's good to be here. It's good to be here. Slash is still shredding. He's just air guitar. <laughs> He's air guitar. <laughs> what is that annoying ass sound? It's really guitar. Oh, do you have a tram stand? Slash? I don't know. I, think I can't thought... rewind it because we're doing a watch along. We'll have to check out. I think after. he does. I think he does. There's one on the his upper back, and he's got like one near the lower back there. Slash has a tramp stamp. He really is a himbo. Yeah. <laughs> They were right. Darren and Robin were right. <laughs> Miles, like, Miles yeah, can't even give out Here's cigarettes. <laughs> you get a cigarette. You get a cigarette. Here's a cigarette for you. Who else wants Here's a cigarette? Here's some cocaine. Oh, look, there's like dropping. Like, why is the watchman here? <laughs> oh, God, he fell for a pit. Like, dude, Bill. <laughs> You get a cigarette. <laughs> Slash like, here's a garden. Fuck. I'm quitting. Here's a sock. Next day. <laughs> See what else we can throw out. Here's some lint. Sure as you be. In my pocket. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah, tramp stamp. Almost, almost tramp stamp. I think. Yeah, I'm muting that. That's just getting on my nerves. So I know the people listening to it are 
annoyed yeah, by it. It's just reverb and static and shit from all the guitar and all the equipment. Don't throw your guitar down, Slash. Yeah. Probably just left it right beside the amp. Yeah, I don't know what this is. Oh, oh this is some bonus shit. Mosh Camp. Hey, I'm Slash, and you're watching me on Mosh Camp. Uh, I think we we paid our dues at this point. Yeah. Tour is awesome. Yeah, go YouTube and watch the 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 full video there from these yeah. guys. That I think literally, if you look up slash uh, live full concert, the first one you'll see live in Sydney, twenty twelve. Yeah, but uh, it was a really fun watch, man. Went back to the whole apocalyptic love sort of era of that band. Yeah, that was a fun watch, man. I like these watch alongs because you and me can just kind of hang out like buddies. Like we don't a lot of times we do the show, but we don't get to just kind of hang out and. Yeah, yeah. It's like we'll provide commentary on what's going on. We have like you know music there in the background. We provide, we just shoot the shit. That's yeah, it. but uh, well, folks, we hope you enjoyed this watch along. Thank you for eighty thousand downloads on the Guns and Radio podcast. You know, when Chris and I started this podcast, there were a lot of naysayers particularly yeah, people in the wrestling business who were pissed off that I don't want to do a fucking podcast and talk about wrestling anymore. Yeah. Especially cause that market is saturated as fuck. And they would say shit like now who in the hell is going to tune in and listen to him talk about guns and fucking roses. Well, 80 fucking thousand of you is the answer yes. to that question and counting. Oh yeah, so, I and mean, we're just climbing charts everywhere now. So like you guys have been great to us. This whole community's been great. They the community welcomed us with open arms. Brando did. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I was just a shot in the dark. Ten ten weeks in, and we got him in on our show as our very first guest. Like actually, our second guest technically. But yeah, that was like our first like, from, big pro high profile guest. Like it was the guys from Pot of Thunder came on and gave their blessing because we're ripping off Pot of Thunder with this shit yeah i mean we do it a little different but you know it's Mm -hmm. but they gave us their blessing to to do the show so i mean things just worked out and uh we're not going anywhere for a while hell of man we're gonna do more reviews maybe some more watch-alongs if you guys want us to do more watch-alongs i'm always down for some more fucking concert watch-alongs yeah, those are uh, it's a good change of pace from our regular kind of episodes. Hell yeah. But anyway, for now, uh I think it's time that we uh probably should sign off mm-hmm. and uh get the fuck out of here. Look, bitch. You've been taking <laughs> two hours. You've been here for two hours. Yeah, man. As I say, you probably like ran all your errands in two hours or whatever you do while listening to this show. Thank you for fucking listening and pressing play in the first place. So yeah, we really appreciate it. And uh, be sure to come back on Saturday. What's this Saturday? This oh, Saturday. we are reviewing the, uh, We've the latest paid. single. Yeah. We're reviewing the latest single from that was just released a couple weeks ago from the fourth, the conspirators album. Right call off the dogs you're gonna hear a review of that this saturday um also next monday you're gonna want to come back 
We're going to be reviewing Dr. Alibi from Slash. Yeah, we and, heard a little bit of that in the Swatch Along tonight. Yeah, you heard a little bit of things on that song too. Some other factoids. We'll bring those back up. But also, speaking of Shawcast Saturday, next Saturday, the first Saturday of February, we're going to be doing uh, something a little different for the month of February. Uh, as we mentioned, um, I believe, on the last episode and maybe a week before, I don't know, uh, it's going to be under the Velvet covers. So we're doing a Velvet Revolver covering different artists. And uh, the first cover we're doing from that one is Velvet Revolver. We're covering Cheap Tricks Surrender. So that's something to look forward to on the first Saturday of February. It's going to look something like this if you're watching the video version over on Spotify or if you're on our Patreon, Guns and Radio. Yeah. So definitely something to look forward to. Um, we have you know the new Slash review coming this Saturday, more Slash on Monday, and the start of our uh, Velvet Revolver covers month on the first Sunday of February. Lots of new stuff coming out, lots of great content coming. So stay tuned to this feed. Hit that subscribe button. Give us your five-star ratings. Hit us up on our uh, Twitter, Instagram, at Guns and Radio Pod. Hit the like on Facebook at uh, facebook.com forward slash guns and radio. As Dustin keeps going through our gimmicks here. Uh, thank you guys for 80,000 plays. More bonus show goals are coming. Um, get us to 90,000, 100,000. There will be some more bonus show goals there. I mentioned before, get us to 300 followers on our Twitter, 300 followers on our Instagram, and we'll get you some more bonus shows coming up. So hit those goals and uh, keep supporting the show. Thank you for listening. Um, and if you got Justin, a dollar, if yeah. you got a dollar, head over to Patreon and get the brand new Let's Get a Dollar package where you can get early access to all of our content. All of Guns and Radio. Let me put it that yes. way. You get early access to Guns and Radio and Shotcast Saturday if you go over and uh, let us get a dollar. Come on, man. We know you got a dollar. Uh, but man, we got a lot to do, and uh, uh, it's going to be a big. It's it's, it's going to be a big month or so for the podcast. So thank you guys for being here with us, and we hope uh, you guys have a lot of fun with everything that we uh, we're bringing to you. Uh, very soon in the future and until next time i'm dustin bones i'm chris caputo join us for shotcast saturday reviewing new slash more slash on monday and under the velvet covers begins the first saturday of february you don't want to miss that until then everybody stay safe have fun and peace out